Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is She Belongs to Me. One, two, three, four! Hey, everybody. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And with us today is very special guest, Biz Ellis. Hello! Hi! Guys! <laughs> oh, Hi. hey! Hi! Uh, you might know Biz from the One Bad Mother podcast. Yes. Hello, again. Hello. <laughs> Hi! Uh, she's joining us today to discuss the song She Belongs to Me off of 1986's Animal Boy, which is the Ramones' ninth studio album produced by Jean Beauvoir. Uh, this song was written by Dee Dee and said Jean Beauvoir. I mean, we. Um, I have one real quick fun fact right off okay. the bat. This album was released on May 19th, 1986, which is my birthday <gasps> and Joey Ramone's birthday! Wow! wow. So he must have been stoked when this album dropped and had a big party and got drunk. <laughs> and the fact that you were born as well. And I, yeah. yeah, and he was like toasting to me, I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure. Being like, here's right. my homie Do Molly. Do you celebrate your birthday every year? And it's like, my album dropped! Like, just pretend you're Joey Ramone each year. I will do that. Why now. is that not a theme yeah. for your birthday? Yeah. That's We're just hearing question. this now? Yeah. Man. Wow, you guys are this far into the show. We're lost. We're and there's no, <laughs> no idea. We can't see forest for the trees <laughs> until those things happen. We probably forgot when Don't her birthday was. Understand <laughs> how you're bricks in this wall, guys. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, listen, lay some facts on me. Who's got them? I got them. I'll lay some facts. Nice. Well, first, I gave the song category of love. I had to say because this is as drippy a love oh, as it gets. I, well, are in there style, any at least. subcategories of love. Well, sure. there sort of is. This okay, is because I have violent love. Nice. There, there is that. It's not a healthy love. No. no well, no. It is often not. Love is ever healthy. <laughs> to be fair, they they look like healthy guys. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to bring love, them right home to mom. I think I think violent love is a legit subcategory. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's one of them. Yeah. There are some that are more sweetheart. Yeah. But, but yeah. Okay. It's us- it usually doesn't end well. Right. You can <laughs> wrap it up. Or a, you can wrap it up in a <laughs> drippy love, you know, uh, music style. Yeah. But somebody's still getting the shit beat out of them. <laughs> yeah, real bad. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'll just get right to it. This song was played never by the Ramones. That makes so <laughs> much sense. That makes so much sense. Well, also, <laughs> this song clocks in at just under four minutes, yeah, which is not a part of their live ethos. So, no. yeah, no, that's that's three songs. That's <laughs> which is funny because this goes back to the thing of here's just like two verses, and uh, then it's the same chorus, just like sure. the same line, sure, over and over and over and over, like six times, and that is your chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, they that's kept my it. Fact. They that kept is. It. Simple and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> as fact as it gets. Um, Molly, you got any facts to share? Um, I don't yeah. really have a lot of facts on yeah. this one. It may surprise some yeah. to know how little there is to find out about She Belongs to Me. Well, okay, I, I have a few things to say about it. One okay. is, separate from the song, I know we've talked about this album cover before, but it's Animal Boy, so I want to mm-hmm. remind everybody it's the band, and there's like in front of a cage, and... Johnny or somebody's holding a chimp. Richie is holding Richie's it. Richie's holding the chimp. Of course, Richie's holding the chimp. Why yeah. Why would I? <laughs> yes, Richie's holding the chimp, of course. Make the new guy do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in the background is 
a gorilla, and that gorilla is Zippy the Chimp from the Dave Letterman show. It's actually, he's holding Zippy the Chimp. Because the gorilla is a guy in a suit. That's what I thought. Oh, I thought, I thought the gorilla was Zippy the Chimp. No, and think, then there was I also think the a chimp. chimp is Zippy. The chimpy, the chimpy, the, the chimpy, chimp. the chimpy is Zippy the, chimp the pimp. Is Zippy, but the gorilla is the real guy from like the David Letterman. Letterman show who dresses up in a gorilla suit as I a think, bit. I yeah, think so that's real. You remember the Letterman bit? Yes, I remember the Letterman. Bit. Please tell us about the Letterman. Like, no, I just remember the yes. This gorilla is not like it's the man under the stairs kind of bit, but it's like the. Yeah, another gorilla would come out and do, I don't know, guys. I just and just do was, stupid things yeah, or whatever. Like, but off. I just thought yeah. that was funny. That, so they, they just That's decided that they wanted to get that guy, the gorilla guy from the Dave Letterman show, and they did. All right. Because they got him because the zoo would not let them shoot with the real gorilla. <laughs> no, they would definitely would yeah. not. Yeah. So then they were like, well, let's get that gorilla guy from the David Letterman show. Then they did. I don't know. I just think that that's such a weird fact. I can tell you she's going to be like, no one can get the guy from the gorilla. And Joy Ramone's like, I can. Yeah, totally. I'm Joy Ramone. Yeah. I'm pulling my power card here. Totally. I want that dude that dresses And I also want Comedian. a real chip. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. weird. And I want, yeah. Yeah, real chip, no problem. They just give them. <laughs> Wait, how many, you know, you get one of those when it comes with this. That's right. <laughs> um, that's really all I well, had to say. I I tried to find sort of context corner type stuff. I love that. Please, I didn't exactly have that. Sometimes we do context corner where we talk about the songs around this mm, of the, the era, time period of the time period. So you can really get a sense of like how weird the song is or whatever. Right. So I didn't exactly do that. I have this enormous piece of paper. <laughs> he pulls uh, I didn't exactly do that. <laughs> it is a novelette. But the, the <laughs> yeah, it's. It's, uh, look, this copy paste of all. Now, uh, I found some information about synthesizers. Nice. Because if you're like me and you hear the song, as soon as it starts, you're like, holy synthesizer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I, I couldn't find uh, absolute, like, pinpoint, yeah, this is what they use as a type of thing, but it is li- very likely that the synth- synthesizer they used was the Yamaha DX7. And the reason I say that is because it is one of the most popular and important synthesizers in music history. Wow. It is. It was so popular for two big reasons. Uh, one, it had a very flexible frequency modulation system, uh, especially compared to previous keyboards. Uh, and there was a thing that was explained. It was like it could ma- basically it made different sounds better than anything it had that had done that. Mm-hmm. Now... It didn't necessarily make sounds Great that are, sounds. Right. Just better. Better. So it kind of seems like if somebody had watched, like, from the 1940s, watched, like, Flash Gordon serials, mm. and then they watched the Star Trek TV series, <laughs> like, wow, that's way better. Better. <laughs> and then they eventually get to, like, The Matrix, they're like, oh, right. wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> so that was one of the reasons, and uh, it was priced lower. Um even though it was $2,000 at the time, that was still way lower than the other stuff. And that explains why they used a synthesizer in the song? Not explains why they did, <laughs> but it explains, explains why, why this model was so popular. This model was so popular, and because it was sort of like a new hot thing, oh, okay. in the 80s, early 80s especially, this started showing up in a lot yeah. of studios. And a lot of people equate the all the synths in this album to Jean Beauvoir. Yes. The ah. producer. And they right. just okay. say that was kind of his thing, and he probably was, was the one sense. that brought it to the band. It that way yeah um there was a breath controller element of the yamaha dx7 um that could then produce similar sounds to a wind instrument huh. mm. 
So that was like another plus. Like, that, yeah, it's that weird. I feel like we almost live in one of these type of things with the level of like app stuff that kind of comes in. I sound like such an old man, but you how know big, the app doodles. Well, no, that I'll, the kids I'll, I'll bring this. Accessibility. I'm, I'm we have bring accessibility. This, yes, stuff. I'll bring this to like parent yeah, child stuff. Sure. Your show. They're looking yeah. at each other, and I'm not involved. At yeah. All. Okay. My <laughs> stuff. No. So uh, my kid will try to use Siri on like an iPad or something mm-hmm. rather than like type something in. He'll sure. try it and try it and try it and try it. And I'm like, just type it in. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not, you're actually, the convenience yeah. is oh, not I, convenient. Fully, I had this issue with my husband. I'd be like, <laughs> Siri, can you set the alarm for, or set the timer for, and I'm like, oh my God, it can be set already by the time you get to, just do it. There's also watching people, I have watched someone that I know, like the, the new cars, you can like wave your foot under the car and it yeah. opens the trunk. Oh. And I have watched <laughs> someone that I know uh, wave their foot under it and it not open. And then they just do it for like mm-hmm. <laughs> ever. They were, I'm like, I'm like literally saying that, can't you just use the handle? <laughs> yes. And they won't because the option is yeah. wave your foot on anything. Uh-huh. And I'm like, how is this better? Like, yeah. I have to, like, leave the room because I'm like, I can't stand and watch somebody, like, do something yeah. that you could just open yeah. the handle. I really enjoy how much so, this is. <laughs> I, but I, I think of it because yeah. of this, because it's like, oh, we could do this, and then it makes it like a wind instrument. Right. As opposed not to as good as a wind no. instrument at all. Not even better. <laughs> not even not <laughs> even close. Not even close. Right. But it's the type of thing, it, it just feels like because very it's similar. New, yeah, it's new and it's there. Try it. Yeah. Yes. It must and be better. I feel like in the 80s, they loved those those future noises that yeah. kind of remind you of something organic, right. but not really, right. you know? Yeah. That was like the whole MO back then. But like when you're punk rock, do you want that? I mean, a lot I of people know. didn't like it. You know, a lot of fans sure. did not appreciate this album, I think, that well, much. And to that, to that end, though, I mean, well, it's tough, because this is after Too Tough to Die, which is them sort of reclaiming themselves as punk rock. But at the same time, I think the Ramones, I mean, when they started out, there was no punk rock. They mm-hmm. thought of themselves as a rock band. Rock bands write all sorts of songs. Right. And they weren't necessarily, I don't think they were ever, until maybe the very end, I don't think they ever went with the sort of noble failure that came with punk rock. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that in terms of like, uh, I don't know. I was it's actually about Rockaway Beach. I was thinking about Nirvana and thinking about how like there's no way they'd ever write a song like that yeah. because that's too happy and you're trying to be too successful. And when they wrote it, they were like, yeah, well, we're happy. And we're trying to be successful. Right. Like that it's completely different. So mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, a punk rock band is like there's no way Minor Threat's writing this at this time, <laughs> but they didn't think of themselves that way at all. Mm. You know, they they wanted to... They didn't pigeon themselves, pigeonhole no. themselves as a punk band. They just thought of themselves as a rock band. Yeah. And they, they wanted to be like it. Kiss. They wanted to, you know, they yeah. didn't want to be like... So this was their Beth song. This is their <laughs> Beth song. Yeah, yeah, a little Even bit. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a little, a little trip down the... Yamaha DX7. Okay, well, I actually have a fun little game. Oh, a game! That I've prepared. Okay. To be played this episode. Are there dice? No. Okay. Okay, here's the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the members of the band and the producer, and you tell me the album. 
Wow. This is a game for Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're going to give me the members of the band, and yeah. I'm supposed to tell you... The members of the band and the producer, and you tell me which album it is. Okay. 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 So this is like prep for the class, right? <laughs> no, this is just fun time. No, no, but I mean... This is like so we get so out bad. Of We're not going to talk about this <laughs> song. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so we got Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, and Marky. And I'm starting with a very easy one. Okay. Okay. The producer is Phil Spector. That's in the that There you go. See, it's just that easy. Okay. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. Jeff, this is just like that NPR <laughs> weekend edition chat. Yes. Yeah. It's exactly it's like exactly that. like. It's like a. Well, uh, but Will it's, Shorts, but it's definitely <laughs> a better month. Yeah, well, okay. because I, I feel like especially the producer tells you so much about the album. And sure. as we know, Jean Beauvoir, I mean, he only did this one album with them, I think. He did two. He did two albums. Okay, okay. I'll tell you what the other one is in that game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Joey, Johnny, CJ, which uh-huh. is a later bass player. See, this is how you can start to tell what album is because CJ's only on a couple albums. I'm right. helping out our guest here. Marky. And we've got producer Scott Hackwith. Producer Scott Hackwith is the CJ album. Uh, that would be Acid Eaters. You got it! Ah. Two for two! Two for two. Okay. This is fun. This is yeah. fun, right? Uh, are okay. we going through all of the catalog? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I, I just have like three. <laughs> okay, great. I like okay, great. Okay. Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, and Tommy. That's original line. Okay, that's... Okay, and now we've got um, Tommy Ramone and Tony Bongiovi as producers. That's, well... Rocket to Russia. It's, it's it could I'm be that or Leave Home, right? Could it be Rocket to Russia? I think it's both. What do you say? Is it Leave yeah, Home? Don't you leave have. Home. I've got Leave Home. Yeah. You've lost. <laughs> How dare you participate? One hundred and fifty. How dare you participate? I like the quiz. I, why I came up with this quiz is because uh-huh. this album in particular is really interesting. It's got Richie on drums, uh-huh. which is like a really random. Sure. There are second, too many Richie drummer. Yeah, second drummer. Um, it's got John. No, third drum. I'm sorry, third drummer. So, so Tommy Markey. Jean Beauvoir and Richie are together on both albums? No. Jean Beauvoir is together with him on this, and then Richie is not on Brain Drain. Not on Boo Boo Brain Drain. Right. I don't know. I just got think it. it's, it's fun when you start you know to think a lot about, about the album. Yeah. We're showing off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when you start impressed. to think about like yeah. who's on the roster. Yeah. I think it's sometimes part of it, you know? Oh, sure. You know, this is a weird Richie time. And it so is. And so this album, I think, and, and I I like this album. I really don't have a problem with this album. I think this album gets a bad rap. Yes. But I, I went to SputnikMusic.com, and the guy said, this album is a gem. And I'm like, yeah, this album yes, Sputnik. isn't so bad. Why is everybody, like, so down on this yeah. album? Why are you down on this song? I'm, well, oh, no, the song no, or the album? Well, no, well, I was transitioning. I'm sorry. Uh, sure. But you, I don't, yeah. I don't. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about this song? Yeah. Okay. Take it. I, I, my thoughts on the song again is it's see, I dislike songs in which people make like these sort of romantic songs that like are supposed to trick you as a female listener into feeling like this is a really romantic song and he must uh-huh. love me so much. And, but there's absolutely nothing honestly about you in it. It's uh, about the guy that wants to be with you. It's about the guy that wants to be with you. And like yeah. no one in the song, like the song is all about like, you know, it makes sounds kind of starts off as like this like super kind of, oh, some guy's coming in and trying to move in on your girl, are they? <laughs> and like some of those things seem like legitimate. Like maybe you're just here for a good time. Maybe whatever. But I'm like here for the long, for the long haul. And I keep thinking, 
is she, are you guys still together? <laughs> like, <laughs> is she, where is she in this, like, spectrum? Yeah. And, like, it, every, like, verse ends with, and you're making me mad or whatever, yeah. and I'm gonna, like, kill you. And I just was like, ugh. It's like that, like, <laughs> like, more than words song. Where I'm just like, <laughs> that song is not at all romantic. What they're saying in that song is, don't tell me that you love me. This is too much. Just show me by having sex with me. <laughs> that's the only point of that song. But people are like, I want to slow dance. That's like my wedding song. And I'm just like, dude, it is so offensive. And this, to me, feels like I'm being tricked a little bit. I'm like, uh-huh. wait, like when you say you're being tricked, do you mean you, the audience, or you? Putting just yourself like in that we're position supposed to be like, no, we're just like, we're all supposed to be like, this is so romantic. He okay. must love her so much that he'll just kill for her. Right? Like, <laughs> somehow it's still going to be her fault. Him. I just, I'm just like, <laughs> it's going to be her fault. Somehow, she may be doing by me loving her so much. And like, it's got like the whole like sappy, like 1950s, like music thing with it that mm. like really kind of ramps that up. Yeah. And for me at this point, I'm a little like, Let's move on from those genres. Sure. Um, and yeah, I, I am, I'm not, I, I, I'm just like, uh, I've heard this song like a million times in a million different ways. Sure. And yeah, sure. So that's, that's uh, Molly once pointed out that a lot of Ramon's songs uh, pass the Bechdel test, that they have female protagonists who operate on their own agenda. Well, not and do a their lot. own thing. Well, not, but Some. I mean, but I mean, the ones where it's like, it's about the, a woman yeah, or a girl doing something. Yeah. And it was funny that this one came up. It was like, oh, well, this, except for this one. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting around it. <laughs> but I mean, like, this is the But it doesn't, but it doesn't because it's, because I, I don't remember all the rules of the test, but it's. It, it, Two it's, women have to talk to each other. It right. can't be about a man. Mm. Right. And just by virtue of like. I'm doing things because of you, right. because you and you, I love I'm, her. Well, we're now right. both having an argument about her and who gets to date her. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, she's mine. She's mine. Oh, property. so romantic. <laughs> he slit a man's throat for me. Um, you know. um, I think that this song is like the ultimate teenage crybaby song. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, sure. The, yeah, it goes this, into that too. This is literally Joey's best tantrum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> When he says the line, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of my life. It's like so over the top. It's hilarious. You know? I fully agree. Like, you can't ever. I just I can't even take it just like this. I'm going back to sleeping with my God and scatter yeah. God. I'm like, <laughs> look, if that's not a big overly romanticized, that's just as romantic, by the way, as this song. <laughs> totally. And, you know, it's been brought up before that maybe these adult grown men shouldn't be singing so many songs about dating teenagers and, and you know. Mm. Well, there, no one's about- saying this is a teenager. It feels like if, teenage it, level, though. It, the right? sentiment is like, feels like teenage well, sentiment. Sure. Sure. In, in, which in is the way that he weird. sings it. Yeah, which is so funny it's to me. It's not like Chantilly Lace style weird. No, 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 like no, big no, bopper, no, no. But, like, but it's like, I'm gonna hit you. <laughs> yeah. Run you out better of not town. come around here. See, it's so funny. I totally saw this through the lens of a grown ass man, like in his grown ass relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, see, to me, this is like more than like Scattergun and the politics surrounding like that kind of thing. I'm like with this, I'm more like, uh-uh. This is all, this is a grown man uh-huh, who's yeah. like, you know, got his 
wife or girlfriend's cell phone on him so that she can't call out, you know? He's, like, going to the store and stuff. And now, like, some guy's, like, coming out. I mean, again, my question is, is she still involved in is this relationship? Okay? Is she okay? <laughs> because this guy is all kind of, like, warning, warning, danger. Yeah, I can't remember... Yeah. Now I can't remember the <laughs> lyrics, but I don't remember when she like I'll checked out of the story. She was like, she's never she in the story. Just, she's never in the story. She thinks she'll left. go for you. What makes you think you're better than me? You think you can read her mind? Maybe you're just looking for a good time. Maybe you can give her more. Tell me what you're doing this for. Stay away from her because it's making me angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. Because it's making me angry. <laughs> I'll get yeah. my scatter gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping. Philip, how do you feel about this song? Uh, I. Okay, so I have learned. I, I'm sort of naturally a contrarian and a blabbermouth, uh, but I've but I've learned very much also in the recent political uh, realm to not defend things and tell women how to feel. That's you a can, well. That's, well, but you um, can also defend your song. That won't no, no, tell well, me how. Well, to well, feel. That won't change my here, opinion on how no, I feel good. about the song. Here, here's what I, here's what I was going to say don't though make was me that angry was that. <laughs> And maybe it's like objectively interesting yeah. that I did not, I don't focus on those things. Yeah, no, because sure. I don't have to. Do you, well, yeah, no, I know. I don't, I'm, no, yeah. I mean, no, it's true. I'm no, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because it's true. It's not a problem for it's me. It's not a yeah. warning sign for you that no. somebody's like, why is he looking at you? Yeah. yeah. Did you talk to that guy? I'll kill that guy. <laughs> yeah, but even just that, but even, even if it's not about that, even if it is just giant man baby, like, yeah. I'm sorry. I just cut up. I fucking hate that expression. I man do. Baby? Hate, I do hate man baby. You do? I do, especially because I do a parenting podcast, and I like we do not allow like. Wait, what, call, is man baby a thing? Well, people like call their husbands or their spouses, and, like oh, they get sick. Really? Like I have three children at my house and shit oh. like that, and it's a real easy trap and like habit to fall into, and I think it's super demeaning to men, mm-hmm. and I think it's like super. Again, it's an easy one to just let slip, like so many other things that we say. But like, so I totally apologize for using man baby. But now to go back into to him, it is a big tantrum that he's having. And there is something like equally as like, shut up. I just want to be like, so someone else is talking to your girlfriend if this is even a real relationship. (laughs) And like, I would have more of a problem being in a relationship with somebody who just like, I have zero patience for like... Love me enough. <laughs> you know, like it's, that's its own problem. Having to be with somebody you have to convince over and over. Sure. Or is that Tinder? Well, <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put this song into another context, yeah. maybe. Okay. Uh, Joey's singing this song to a man, or could be to a man who legitimately stole his girlfriend. Yeah, well, that's band, true. It could be. Sure. So that's mm. kind of interesting, maybe. I, I, that puts a totally different filter. I put it more, I think I, because of where I'm coming from, saw it more, a little more like that. Maybe yeah. not exactly that, because mm. Dee Dee wrote it. Or oh, Dee Dee wrote it. Had a hand in it. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Dee but, Dee. But, I mean, it's there, and he yeah. could, I mean, you don't he see was obviously that. seeing what was going on, so yeah, he was like, yeah. you know, I wonder, like, if... If a guy had his girlfriend stolen, would he be angry? Would he, tell, he would love to tell him he's making him angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, it's like, uh, Didi, did you write this song about us? No. 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 I didn't say that. <laughs> what a joke. Joey what? says, I hate you, Johnny. Uh, you mentioned our name specifically in the song. Okay. Are you sure it's not about here's, us? Here's, here is a fledgling Ramones conspiracy around this Super hot and really important song. Okay. Um, so that's here, played no time. That's part of it. 
uh-huh. is that they wrote a song. Oh, just to fuck with each other. To screw with Johnny Ramone, knowing he's never going to play this. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a good chance he never even listened. To it. He didn't yeah. care. Yeah. So like, yeah. So let's just like kind of tell some of the story and we'll get you a chance to like mm. vent about it. But then mm. we'll put it on the album. We'll put it on the same one that says that stuff about Reagan. <laughs> really get him. <laughs> it's not out of the realm of possibility that they I vote for totally. I like that theory. Yeah. You like that theory? I mean, I, I also love, Didi's just so prolific that he's probably just like taking everything that happens every day and just being like, that's a song, that's a song, yeah. that's a song, yeah. that's a song. Didi Ramon is the, like, <laughs> the drug addict punk rock version of like someone who's always live blogging. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they're just always taking pictures and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta so be, much content. I have yeah. to be on all the time and yeah. be careful because it's trend gonna setter. end up in a yeah. thing. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's very possible. But if I but if I aim it towards Joey Ramone, it'll never be sung again live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, okay, kids, no, I, go ahead. I, oh, sorry, I was gonna. I was gonna say, anybody want to throw out an MVP on this? Oh, oh, um, well, I. I I want to say I like this song. I'm leaving okay. Sean. Oh, okay. Like, like. No, I'm leaving. You're leaving. I'm okay. Leaving. You're leaving. You're like? Being bad host. Um, no, I like fine. this song. I think it's fine. I think it's a bit too much at times, but sometimes Joey's too much. Yeah. And <laughs> sometimes Dee Dee's too much, and this is what happens. I yeah. think, I think to put it in the context with Scattergun, I think I actually like the music of this more. Oh, better. Oh, more. yeah, better than, Way like, more. say, Scattergun. I respond, I respond more to music anyway than lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I often don't pay attention to lyrics right away. Yeah, but I can't have, like, ranted that much about it and then been like, no. love it. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. It's on constant repeat. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. I'm play it. <laughs> no, um, you so, asked me for MVP. Ooh, so, boy. Phil, I'm sorry. You like this song? I do. Okay. I do like this song. Ooh, MVP, MVR, MV something. <laughs> I'm going to give the most valuable, my most valuable vote, as I stall to think. I'm going to give it to Joey because... Even though it is almost insufferable levels of crybaby, <laughs> if I gotta have somebody do crybaby, yeah. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to that big fat crybaby. Yeah, that skinny fat crybaby. I'm gonna say Joey as well because I think, uh, based mainly on Phillips' uh, theory, that this was sort of a fuck you. Let's see if we can get Joey to sing this <laughs> okay. out loud. I mean, we'll, we'll and the fact that. that like Joey was then like, yeah. Assholes! I'm gonna sing the shit out of the song. I totally know what's happening, or maybe he doesn't. Yeah. But either way, he's singing it. We all know what's going on. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like that's kind of that's awesome. Adds a little bit of juiciness. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Joey too because wow. it's not a Joey song, but it might as well be. Mm. Yeah. Didi wrote a Joey song. Yeah, basically. Like I'm just gonna write the biggest sappy crybaby yeah. song for the big. Yeah. I'm making you angry. you guys want to say about the album Animal Boy, My Birthday, May 19th, um, the song <laughs> She Belongs to Me. I, I can't wait for Jean Beauvoir. I can't wait for the Jean Beauvoir theme birthday party. You're gonna it's That's coming up this year. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to get a gorilla? <laughs> I'm going to get the gorilla. In a gorilla costume. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we could get the guy from Letterman. <laughs> 
probably can't. It's awesome. not a big stretch. No, and chimps, those are easy. Yeah, yeah. they're easy. Those out. Yep. No, I, I don't have any legitimate things. <laughs> okay, great. Well, uh, once again, thank you so much, Biz, for joining us. Yay. Uh, everybody, please go check out her podcast, One Bad Mother. Um, obviously, it's about being a dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's about being a <laughs> However, a kid showed up at your house, you got one. Yeah. <laughs> now deal. Um, and if you're in Chicago, go check out their live show, which they'll be doing May one more time. Give us a May eleventh and May twelfth. You can find out ticket information at onebedmotherpodcast.com. That's one week ahead of the Animal Boy party. Yes, it is. <laughs> so you've got time for both. Yeah, good. Uh, and thank you everybody for joining us here. You can find us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Ramones the Day Podcast. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. I mean, you got here already, so I'm going to tell you that information. Um, and join us next week when we will be discussing She Talks to Rainbows on Ramones of the Day. Yeah.